For the world to see Christ, we have to make him visible. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tie Rope, the podcast where we look for balance and clarity in the midst of the world that we live in. I don't think any short podcast is going to give you that balance and clarity to last forever and ever. My simple hope, though, is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. By the spot where my son and I fish, there's a warehouse with graffiti on the side. We passed it several times, and I've noticed a few times a particular message written on the side. And it struck me this week so much so that I took a picture of it because I wanted to reflect and maybe even podcast about it later, which obviously I'm doing. It just says this, seen everything but Christ. I think that's particularly profound and poignant because it's what the world is telling us right now. Seen everything but Christ. Racism is still very much a problem institutionally and in some cases personally and certainly in, in very profound measures in our country, racism is still a problem because we've seen everything but Christ, because Christians have, have failed to, to blot out evil in many ways in our culture and civilization. There is, is a failure on my part and a failure on, on the part of many in the church to do enough to fight injustice. And I think what we see right now is that where there is, is a vacuum of Christian discipleship, there are other ideologies and, and modes of being and thinking that will creep into the place of, of the Christian ethos. The way that we should operate in the world is, is to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. The way we should live in the world is for the one who has two coats to give to the one who has none. The way we should live in the world is to ensure that the poor, the vulnerable, the marginalized not only have the good news preached to them, but are, are given um, an opportunity for, for restoration and justice and healing, that, that Christ should be out there in the streets doing effective ministry, that that is the the continued apostolic mission that, that we see begun in the Acts of the Apostles. And, and right now, where, where is Christ? And, and he is very much present in his church. I'm not disputing that in any way, shape, or form, but I'm saying that for you and for me and for all of us who are baptized, for the world to see Christ, we have to make him visible. That's what we ought to do when, as we are now able to enter back into our parishes and our churches in varying degrees. When we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, we receive him so that we can go make him visible in the world so that he can be out there. How do we fight racism? We fight racism with the presence of Jesus Christ active and alive in his church, going out into the streets, into neighborhoods, and in our families, in our homes, and in our hearts to, to root out everything that's not good, that's not true, that's not beautiful. That's, that's how we need to live and move and act. If, if we don't live and move and act in the gospel, then there are other voices that will seek to confront problems and there will be big strings attached. We need to find our, our voice as, as Christians against racism, against all forms of, of injustice right now. We need to fight for the black community. We need to fight for, for what's good and what's true and what's beautiful and uphold the, the dignity of our Christian discipleship, seeing everything but Christ. Well, let's make that an unthinkable statement. Let's make it so that, that those who have seen us will say, we, we, have, seen, we have seen Christ. We, we believe in this Jesus because we have seen the effective testimony and joy that comes from his presence. 
Let's make that real in the world. And I know y'all that can sound like such a platitude. And even to me, as I speak it, I, I, I speak it in trepidation, knowing that, that I failed in so many ways to, to make that the, the, the truth in all of my, my walks of existence. Um, but I'm convicted that that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do right now is to pour out a measure of grace into the church so that we can be his hands and feet. And that's how we'll find a way forward. That's how Christianity will, will be the, the voice that, that fights for, for justice, that fights against racism, that fights for what is good and true and beautiful in the world. I, uh, We'll share just just one instance or thing that happened this this week. Actually, how about two? <laughs> we start with one. Is um, I got to footnote this idea because sure I saw my graffiti, but I had an hour long conversation with Father Josh Johnson last Tuesday on our, our parish webinar, and we were scheduled to do it anyway. Really, I wanted to talk to him a bit about the things that are happening, and maybe you had a chance to listen to his conversation with Father Mike Schmitz or with Jeff Cavins. He had already been scheduled to to be. Uh, on our, our parish webinar to talk about making a parish a center for hope and evangelization. And, and one thing that's always been striking to me about Father Josh and his ministry and his parish, which I've had an opportunity to, to visit with some of my students, is, is how much there is the spirit of Christian discipleship there among the people of his parish, um, that they, they literally feed widows and they're, they're active and creative in, the, in their service. It, it's central and it's rooted in prayer. And it's not rocket science, but it's the thing that can be transformative in society. And maybe um, having that conversation and then seeing that bitter graffiti made all that a whole lot more visible to me. Um, the other thing that I'll share is, as I, I've talked week after week about, about adventures with Leo, my, my fishing buddy, we also were taking a family bike ride, Amy and, and Zaylee and Leo and myself. And the three of them were a little ahead of me just because I, I guess I'm old and slow. And, and Leo saw a couple pass by in the streets and, and he said to them, and this was a black couple um, out in Covington, just kind of for a walk, you know, while there were protests down the street and all kinds of just things happening. Um, but Leo said to them, hey, black people matter. And it was striking to me that that he used that phrase. He didn't use the, the the hashtag that's you know kind of out there right now, but he wanted to just affirm to them, "Hey, I know that that you matter." And as I said in the other podcast, sometimes when he's talking to strangers, it's a little uncomfortable because he's so direct, um, but so sincere. And they just said, apparently, I was a little too far back to hear it, but just they said, uh, "Thank you, <laughs> you know, yes, yes, we do," and uh, and later. I was caught up with the group and, and we passed them uh, driving by and, and they waved like we were old friends. And what was, was striking to me uh, about that, that story, which I was half a part of, was that for Leo, um, who's been hearing us talk about the things that are happening, his instinct wasn't just to, uh, you know, hashtag and get involved in, in ideology. His, his instinct was to to find people that he could specifically remind of their dignity and love. And even if he did so in a, a kind of, you know, kind of awkward way, no, I, he, he's got the idea, look into eyes and, and love the people who are in front of you. Find, find ways to acknowledge the, the personal dignity of the unique, unrepeatable children of God that you find. And if we start there, then it'll pan out and fan out. That's the church's teaching of subsidiarity is that we start with, with what's closest to us in our own hearts and then in our own families and communities and then out into our nation and into our world. 
And uh, yeah, Leo has discipleship instincts. As I, I often tell you on this podcast, he teaches me things. The boy teaches me things. So that's my uh, kind of thought for the week. There's a lot. Maybe you hear me sighing because I don't know about you, but man, 2020 is exhausting. But I think if we pursue Christian discipleship and make it our aim that Jesus would be visible in the world when we go to bed at night, y'all, we will be happy tired. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver reminding you to take a step forward. Take a step forward.